0: Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michaels Flooring, the flooring experts. Uh, 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 MichaelsFlooringOutlet.com.
2: good that the weekend is here. Uh, wow. Sometimes it amazes me how fast these weeks go by. I was talking to my wife about this when I was out for the parental leave. She said, I don't even remember that time. It feels like it was so long ago, but that was just a couple of weeks ago. And then also the last couple of weeks being back after them have gone, just flown by. I don't remember a time in my life where things have gone by this fast, honestly. Well, it's the last hour of the program. I'd love to hear from you. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. It's been a little quiet as of late, suspiciously quiet. Let's go to uh, Mike, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. All right.
3: How you doing? I heard you talk about Thanksgiving and food. You made me hungry. I know. Uh, But I'd say what I do like. I agree with you about the cranberries out of the can.
2: Oh, it's you know great. What? It's underestimated. You know, no one actually thinks about that as a snack any any other time besides Thanksgiving, but I'll eat it year-round.
3: Oh, they're good. And some of us, have you ever had this at Thanksgiving? Uh, some people have both. I like this, too. Barbecue uh, roasted turkey legs smoked.
2: Huh. Is this something you cook up, or do you buy it somewhere?
3: You, They cook it, you know, just uh, turkey legs. Like, you have it both ways. You know, have your turkey on a plate where they cut it. Uh, they put it in the oven, or they barbecue the leg out there on a the grill, just like a regular barbecue, and smoke I it. I see. That, yeah. So it's really Are these, good like,
2: too. giant turkey legs that you'd find at a Renaissance yeah. fair?
3: Yeah, they're big. Yeah, they're big legs off the turkey. I don't explain, but it's really good. And mm. you made me think about pie, too. I don't know if you like this. I like uh, let's see, lemon meringue pie. I also like pumpkin pie with lots of uh, whipped cream and peach cobbler. I like all that. And also, I don't know if you're a fan of this. I love having what is that up uh, you get? Oh, mashed potatoes and turkey dressing. I love turkey dressing. What about you?
2: I'm a fan of all kinds of dressing. My dad seems to make the best kind. Um, I don't know if there's a particular distinction between that and turkey, um, but in general, the the dressing he makes is just fantastic. Call it Uh, stuffing, dressing, same thing, right?
3: Yeah, you stuff stuff in it. Do you like ham as well? Yeah, not for Thanksgiving.
2: I'm a turkey Thanksgiving guy, but ham for Christmas would be just fine.
3: How about have a bulk, like ham, you know, a baked ham with pineapple and... And also, even they have the turkey dressing. I also like the mashed potatoes with a lot of gravy over the turkey and stuff. That's really good. And one thing good about Thanksgiving, they have a lot of desserts that is so good. Yeah, I I love things. I'm like you. I could eat that just any time if it's made right. The the turkey Uh, dressing is awesome. It's so good.
2: So good, Mike. Thank you very much for calling in. Always good to hear from you. And I can talk turkey. I can talk dressing. I can talk cranberry sauce. I can eat Thanksgiving as a food all the time, all day, every day. It makes me wonder why there's not a Thanksgiving sandwich out there that's regularly offered. I I see it every once in a while, but it's not something that's widely done. Um, I I do want to talk some other food. There's apparently some... McDonald's item menus called the the J Belvin meal, and I still have no idea what that is. But so many people have been talking about it online. I'm going to try to figure it out with you tonight. Maybe someone knows what a J Belvin is. If it's a, I have no idea. Uh, Chris is calling in. Welcome to Overnight America.
4: Hi I'm Ryan. Just really enjoy your show and love the turkey talk. <laughs> but I yeah, want to say talk. how proud I was of President Trump tonight. He was wonderful and acquitted himself just beautifully.
2: On what topic? Which one? Because, uh, I mean, I was able to duck in and out of the town hall. Everything, I didn't catch all of
4: everything. it. Everything. He was, like, yeah. up against Savannah Guthrie for the debate part. She thought yeah. she was the debater.
2: Savannah Guthrie is known as one of the morning show hosts. Is that where she's primarily known for? Yes. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. and I was I trying want to to follow her because along of
4: her, like. but... That's what oh, she's that
2: right? <laughs> You did. <laughs> guess I don't know oh, I'm serious. I vote thing.
4: with my feet.
2: Yeah, and, and I don't watch morning shows in general because I'm not up that early, so I I skip it all together. So she's kind of uh, off my radar, I, I guess.
4: She's a pushy gal, and she just tried to steamroll my president, and he just wouldn't have it.
2: You were happy with that performance. Did you skip? Between the channels, did the between that and the Joe Biden town hall? No,
4: I don't care what Joe Biden has to say. He's not going to win. He doesn't have a prayer.
2: You don't think so? Well, we had that no. statistic. The, the the one guy that does the modeling on. Did you catch that interview?
4: Yes, I did hear that. That was he very was great. interesting.
2: Yeah, he's saying that Trump is going to carry the same states and he's going to be reelected here. Now, this is totally opposite of what some of these other pollsters are saying. So that's well, interesting to me that using his that's Because the pollsters
4: are in the tank for Biden, and it's just not going to happen that way, I can tell you.
2: Yeah, Dr. Gerald Lomero is his name, and we yeah, have that up was on the podcast. Good. He was yeah, really
4: he was very good. good. That was a very enjoyable interview you
2: had there. Great. Well, uh, Chris, good to hear from you. Thanks for having, uh, well, thanks for coming on, and have a great weekend. I was gonna say thanks for having you. That's kind of a weird thing to say to someone, isn't it? Hey, thanks, thanks for having you. You probably do that too. You accidentally put two thoughts together, and it just comes out weird and awkward. Good thing is, I still get paid for doing this, even when I mess it up. So that's probably for the best. If for somehow there was a jar, if every time I screwed something up and I had to put a dollar in it, I'd probably owe the station money at the end of the week. Three one four four three six seven to nine hundred. Or 800-925-1120. And I mean this honestly. Can someone explain to me what a J. Belvin is? Because apparently McDonald's has done this branding thing with J. Belvin. It's like a special order. And I I don't understand why it's so popular or why people are going crazy over his order. I seriously do not know. If any one person can explain it to me, it would be very helpful. If you don't know what a Jay Belvin is, you're not alone. But whenever I go on the web, uh, social media talk about this guy. There's food blogs that talk about this guy. There's news articles that talk about this guy. I've never heard of this. And I don't even know if it's a person or a brand. I have no idea. So if anyone can explain that to me, like I'm 10, that would be great. This is Overnight America, KMOX. St. Louis's weather station,
0: KMOX.
2: Thanks again for being with us tonight on Overnight America. You know, I always like these opportunities, these opportunities that we can just spend together on any given night. I do also look forward to the nights where I have off. My schedule does change some. And I'm going to try to go to another corn maze this weekend with my son. We did one this weekend, and it was fun. And he wants to go to a bigger one, one that you could really get lost in. So I think we're going to try that and a few other things. But while the temperature is still above freezing, it's kind of our last opportunities to do that. You know what my son told me today? I I said, because he has this little uh, mug he gave me for Father's Day. It says, best dad on it. Isn't that nice? A little mug, and I keep it here on my desk, right at the radio. Uh, you know, in my basement where I do the radio show. And I asked him today. I said, "Am I really the best dad in the world?" And he said, uh. "I said, oh, am I a good dad?" He said, "Yeah, you're a good dad." I said, "Am I the best dad in the world?" He said, "I don't know." I said, oh, "You don't know?" And I said, "Why? Why am I not the best dad in the world?" You know what he told me? He said, "I tickle him too much." He said, "If if you stop tickling me, then." you'll be the best dad in the world. He doesn't like it when, you know, we're just sitting around or whatever, and I give him a little, you know, a little tickle, tickle, tickle. (laughs) Just something to give the kid. He doesn't like that. So apparently that's the difference between being a good dad and the greatest dad in the world, and I learned that today from my son. Tickle him less. Tina, welcome to Overnight America.
5: Hi, Ryan. How are you? Doing great. Good. I think your little guy is going to grow up to be a politician. (laughs) <laughs> Based on what, you said something the other night on the radio, and I thought, that kid is smart. He's really he is a an, smart kid. He is. He's smart. From I forgot what it was that you were talking about, but I thought, oh, my God, he's really a smart kid.
2: Yeah, he's funny, and he's got a sense of humor on him, too, so he's going to be yeah. a dangerous one.
5: And he doesn't want you tickling him. He's he's mature no, he said
2: already. Too many tickles, you know, and it's it's something that when he was younger he loved it, but I guess not anymore. He's <laughs> growing up.
5: Um, have you taken him to Brookdale yet? I think that's really big. That corn maze is supposed to really be phenomenal. Brookdale in Eureka corn
2: maze. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, it's Brookdale.
5: Brookdale Farms in Eureka.
2: Okay, let me take a look.
5: They have all kind of, I don't know if he likes bouncy stuff, but they have tons of different things out there to do.
2: Does a five-year-old like bounce houses? Oh, absolutely. I haven't met a kid that doesn't like it.
5: I know, yours is really mature. I wasn't quite sure.
2: <laughs> <but>. <laughs> so, oh, it's beneath him to hop. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter how mature a five- or six-year-old is. You put a bounce house in front of them, they all react the same way. They want. It's really
5: it. for you, isn't it, Ryan? You're the one that Give wants to go time. to the corn maze. <laughs> hey, I wanted I to thank yeah. you for Dr. Gerard Lomero. I sh- we sure enjoyed that interview. He is oh, an good. interesting guide. I hope you enjoyed it.
2: I did, and he's pretty fascinating. I do want to bring him back to see if any of the modeling changes between oh, now I and the election. Oh, I hope you have
5: him back, like, once a week as it gets closer. He, well, we're getting uh, so
2: close. I mean, we're just a few weeks out.
5: I know. I said weeks, didn't I? I mean, you're right. Yeah, you we're going only be on a see, couple one, more two, times. Time seven, seven, 14, is
2: just 19 days away. Less than 19 Please. days away. 19 days you know, we'll, we'll know the hopefully the answer to the question is the going to be well, the president of the United States.
5: He gave me a lot of hope tonight and that felt good, so um,
2: reassurance.
5: Yes, yes. I I was really glad to hear what he had to say and I just love the way he he's just got a he's like he said he's got a his pulse. He's got his finger on the pulse of the country, I think. Yeah. And he does everything by state, which is really interesting. So.
2: Oh yeah, that's a big part of it because you know the electoral college. That's how you should be looking at it. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Oh, you go ahead.
5: um, I just wanted to run one more thing by you. Are you familiar with these old glory flag runs that are going on?
2: Um, I want to say yes, but no at the same time because I don't Google
5: it um, because. I know the guy that's heading that up. They're having that this weekend, too, on Saturday. It starts okay. up, I believe, out in still And they they end up at Cedar Lake Cellars, or they start there, I'm not sure. But it is really patriotic. Tons and is tons a... of people with their trucks in there. He says oh, he doesn't I care see. if you come in an SUV, a car, whatever, with their great big flags. and.
2: Okay. Trunks. So it's not just like a motorcycle run or anything?
5: Oh, no, no, no. It's all... Vehicles, truck. Oh, okay, I think cool. he does allow motorcycles, but it's just he said it's just grown so fast that Awesome. He used to do it in his yard. He said, I can't do that anymore. So he was actually on the radio a couple weeks ago. And so uh just wanted to run that by you okay. as well. Anyway, awesome. Well
2: thanks for the uh, putting attention to that, Tina. Good to hear from you and have a great weekend. Oh, that's really cool. Okay. Something else going on this weekend. Corn maze and uh Old Glory Run. Uh, Earl is calling in. Welcome to Overnight America.
6: Well, good evening. How are you? you uh, you're talking about cranberry sauce and uh, ham.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I love me a nice can of cranberry sauce.
6: You wouldn't believe it. I, I was eating a can a day. Uh, I like the whole berry cran- cranberry sauce. And it's it's got a lot of sugar in it. So I called. Uh, they got an 800 number on the back of the can. So I called Ocean Spray and see if they was in the works to making sugar free. And mm-hmm. uh, she said they're trying to, but they haven't been able to come up with it yet. They've been in; it's been in the works for a long time. But I like my cranberry sauce on like, pork chops and bacon.
2: Oh, it's all good. You were up to a can a day.
6: My wife would buy. Yes, yeah, she bought it by the case. You know, like them flats. Um, I think there Whoa. was twelve cans in a in a flat. Yeah. I Are you was, serious?
2: Okay, I, I love serious. this. I, I want to learn more about this real quick. So, a can a day. When did that start in your life where you started eating cranberry sauce that often?
6: Well, it started out. I was eating a can of pumpkin a day, and I I, I kid you not, I did that for three years, every day.
2: Seven Is this like the a pumpkin week. pie filling?
6: Yes, I, no, it wasn't. Uh, it was just regular raw pumpkin, and I would uh, I would dip it out of a can, and I would pour uh, uh, Splenda on it with uh, the cinnamon, and stir it up, and put it in the microwave, and heat it up, and I had a bowl every night.
2: Whoa, and I did
6: keep, this. You know, um, I, I, I could send did... you a picture. My skin turned orange. And I know that sounds bizarre, but it
2: actually did. Nope, 100%. One of my wife's friends growing up ate so many carrots, her skin turned orange. The same thing happened.
6: <laughs> I look like poop no was from
2: uh, <laughs> Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. So you're hey, eating I, this. It, were you substituting a meal for this, or was yeah. this like a, a dessert?
6: No, I was on the diet. And, and that's uh,
2: one of the things that was okay for the diet.
6: Well, because I was counting calories, and it was the uh, raw pumpkin is real low in calories. And, and
2: uh, what did your wife think about you eating cranberry sauce, a can of it every day?
6: She thinks I'm nuts. We've been married <laughs> soon to be forty years.
2: <laughs> oh, that's great. It'll be, for, it'll
6: be forty years this coming July, but uh, yeah, so see, what happens? Do did,
2: did you have to get like a second recycling can? in the city because you're just going through so many of these cranberry sauce cans.
6: Well, I'm way North of St. Louis, uh, and I'm terrible. I don't recycle. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I just, I mean,
2: well, you know, Earl, with all of these people buying guns all of a sudden, and they need something for target practice, you can start (laughs) distributing these old cranberry sauce cans for them to put out in the farm and for target practice.
6: Hey, I got one question before I hang up. Um, in St. Louis, my wife's aunt used to get us a ham from St. Louis, and the outside of it was like hard as a rock. It was like a honey glazed or honey baked.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Do, do you know is that is that place still around in St. Louis?
2: Good question. And you know, I...
6: have you ever have you ever heard of what I'm talking about?
2: Well, I there might be other places. There's like a national chain that's honey-baked ham. But if it's something specific to St. Louis, there might be a specialty place that cooks it that way that if someone's listening right now would know the answer to that, they should call in right now. And, Earl, keep listening. Maybe someone knows.
6: Okay. Hey, thanks, buddy. Uh,
2: have a great night, Earl. Bye. Yeah, I've, I, we used to do some honey-baked hams. They're not like a hard outside. Um, they are sugary, you know, because they, they use the honey or brown sugar or whatever it is on the outside. And they're delicious. And normally already spiral cut for you, which makes it easier to just take it home, slice it, and put it on a plate. But yeah, if there's a specialty place in St. Louis that makes a ham that has like a hard outside, uh, not a shell, but the skin or whatever it is, by the way they cook it, uh, call in and tell me. Let's give a plug to that place and maybe Earl will be able to get a, lead on it. Let's go to Jeff who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America.
6: Hey, how you doing? Hey, the best corn maze really around. It's a little drive. It's out past Kingdom City off of Highway 70 right before we get to Columbia. Shirox, Mm -hmm. Callaway Farms. It's a 16-acre corn maze. And this year, they have a design of the Super Bowl Championship Trophy because of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs winning it last year. You can't go wrong there.
2: How far out is that? It's For an, an hour and
6: 45 minutes from St. Louis, Highway 70.
2: Yeah, you see, that sounds awesome. But, man, that's a drive and a half to take a six-year-old, you know, to go, <laughs> to, go to a corn maze. That's a tough one. It's, it's uh, an awesome
6: place, though. You
0: ought yeah. to try something. Maybe when it gets a little older.
2: Oh, that does sound good. I guess that could be a nice weekend trip, just to go out there for a day or something on a weekend. All
0: right. Hey, thank you very it, much yeah. for the
2: call, Jeff. Appreciate it. All right. That does sound good. All right, 314 436 7900 or 800 925 1120. I can't believe Earl has got me beat. I thought I was the only one that would eat just a can of cranberry sauce because I enjoyed it. He's doing a can a day. He's up to a, That almost sounds like he's going to a meeting. He's like, man, I'm up to a can a day, but I'm off the hard stuff, which is the pumpkin, <laughs> the, pu- the can of pumpkin filling. This is Overnight America KMOX.
0: News Radio 1120, KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals.
2: Thanks again for spending time with us on Overnight America tonight with the replay hours coming up after midnight. And I caught word that over the weekend on Sunday from 1 to 3, they're going to replay the first two hours of the Ann Keefe special, which is pretty cool. So if you missed those first couple of hours, maybe you caught it last night, but two nights ago you missed it, you can catch those. Sunday from 1 until 3. That's pretty neat. Uh, let's go to Arnold, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America.
7: Yeah, great show, as always. I've talked to you a few times before, remember? I do impersonations.
2: Yes, My was I the do. the original
7: team doctor with the Blues for 42 years.
2: That's remember great. Oh, that's awesome.
7: And hey, look, There's a place as of a year ago, Honey Baked Ham on South Lindbergh. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, they make their own uh, Honey Baked Ham. It's great. Uh, it was a year ago. <laughs> A year ago, it was open. I don't know if it's still open.
2: Is that part of the like the national chain, or is that yeah, something different? Yeah, it's part of
7: the national chain. Yeah,
2: y- yeah. I am a fan of honey baked ham, and by the way, they also make turkey there too. Like just yeah, slices yeah, of right. turkey. It's yeah, so good.
7: It a great place. I don't yeah, know if it's still oh. open. It was about a year ago. I was in there.
2: Is that your go-to place?
7: Yeah, and uh, I talked to you before a few times. Remember?
2: Yes, I, I do remember. I did
7: 325 impersonations professionally. <laughs> I'm retired, but my brother was the original team doctor with the blues. And I'll yeah. tell you something here real fast. I was in a restaurant one day, and a guy cut in front of me. They are reading uh, uh, my name and table for two, and I had a uh, a, a gal with me, a date. And this guy cuts in front of me, and uh, out of the clear blue sky, another guy comes and cuts in front of him. And he says, you get behind uh, Arnold. That's me. And he says, "Uh, who are you? He says, I'm Bob Plager. I'm going to count to 10. If you don't get behind him, I'm going to beat the hell out of you right here in the restaurant.
2: (laughs) I remember you telling that story before. Well, later on, (laughs) I asked him.
7: years That was a a long time ago. That was 1980. But then I called him up a couple years ago. He's still alive. He was the original Blues uh, Hall of Famer, you know, 1967. But I asked him, I said, do you still get in fights? I called him a couple years ago. You know what he said? I mm. still get in fights, and I still win, but I'm a little slower than I used to be. I, <laughs> I
2: believe he wins, he's and I character. also believe he's making up for it. Hey, Arnold, so good to hear from you. Thanks for calling okay, in. Appreciate in. it. Have a good night. My name's Ryan. Ryan, I'm from New York. We talk fast. No! Producer Mike finding the old impersonation from Arnold.
7: <laughs> get that out of here. <laughs> My name's Ryan. Ryan, I'm from New York. We talk fast.
2: Why do you have that saved? You know, Mike is in the studio, and he's got that at his fingertips ready to go sometime. Arnold did an impersonation of me one time. I do remember that. And I do remember the Plaguer story. He's called in and said that in the past, too. I got to say, we got to be on a vigilant watch for Plaguer. With all of what 2020's brought us, we have to be so careful for our living legends like that to make sure they are under close watch. And, man gone through enough already with the Cardinals uh, legends. 314 436 7900. Can someone explain to me what a J Balvin is? So I saw this one story come up on a food blog and it says McDonald's and J Balvin team up on fast food merchandise and here's a couple of the things that you can purchase on his website right now. You can get ice cream bed sheets. So, it's bed sheets that are white with these little speckles of black. They're just like randomly put black dots and apparently that is meant to look like a McFlurry from McDonald's. You can purchase slippers that look like Big Macs. So, the bottom of the slipper is purple, but the part where you'd slip your toes into look like, you know, the buns of a Big Mac. You can purchase that Look how expensive this is. The bed sheets, if you want like a queen sized $75. King size, $85. King size McDonald's bed sheets for $85. Those must be the nicest feeling bed sheets, or you're getting ripped off. Uh, if you want to get yourself slippers, these are a pre-order. The McDonald's Big Mac slippers, if you wear an extra large foot, ninety dollars large or extra large $90 who would purchase $90 McDonald's Big Mac slippers and of all the deals you can also get this on the website it's a temporary tattoo that looks like a McDonald's receipt for let's see the receipt has a Big Mac medium french fries an Oreo McFlurry. That's what the receipt is. $4 for a temporary tattoo of them. They also have things like the double arches ring. I guess if you're to get into a fight, man, you punch someone with that, they are going down. This thing's look like a brass knuckle. It's like one of them's like a double ring type of thing with the McDonald's golden arches on it. There's a coaster that looks like someone ripped a part of a McDonald's uh paper bag. There's a McDonald's clock apparently that you can get. There's all kinds of different products on these things. And it leads me to believe, who is Jay Belvin? Anyone know the answer to that? Is, is he something that's significant? Is he a musician, an actor? I, I've never heard of Jay Belvin. All I know is he's collaborated with McDonald's, so you would think he's a big deal. Remember back in the day when McDonald's would have merchandise for you to get? I used to buy this stuff all the time. So in the 90s, and anyone that's younger than me may not remember this, but you used to be able to go to a McDonald's and your parents would go crazy because they had limited edition type of like uh, cups or whatever, and sometimes even awesome plates there. But I remember getting the Batman Forever frosted cups that you would have the mugs there was even a time when they had the live action Flintstones and if I remember correctly that our very own John Goodman played Fred Flintstone in that one and Rick Moranis was Barney Rubble and you would be able to go to McDonald's and they had what made it look like Flintstone mugs it it was kind of shaped like a horn and it had a handle on it and things whenever there was those type of like little McDonald's things for sale my parents always bought them when I got a little bit older, I realized that McDonald's stopped offering that. It was far and few between. But every once in a while, they put a limited edition plate out, like a Hamburglar or a Grimace plate. And I used to purchase those and give them as gifts. Not because I thought the person wanted these things, but to see their face when they open it up. And the thing they got was a McDonald's collective plate. <laughs> Collectible plates. Back in the day, that's th- that's what they would offer. I still think at my parents' house right now, we may have the Batman Forever cups that are up in the cabinet. Or, you know, they used to, and before they were even these specialty type of cups, they would just have your regular McDonald's printed cup, you know, just like a regular size drinking glass. And then on the side of it, there would be something printed on it, whatever that thing may be. But... Every household I went to, like every one of my friends, they all had the McDonald's cups. My parents had it. And as far as I know, they still have it up there. And if you were to go into my, uh, my cabinet right now, not one single McDonald's cup. Isn't that a shame? Maybe they still offer these things in restaurants and I just don't see it anymore. When I moved here to St. Louis, I drove through a McDonald's and they had special type of socks. It was a St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Cardinals sock. And it had the McDonald's logo, the Blues logo, and the Cardinals logo on it. And I purchased those things. It was probably the closest thing I purchased in a long time for McDonald's that wasn't food. But I guess maybe they bring them back in a way. But why Why don't they do that anymore? How come you don't have the collective glasses anymore? Those were great. One more segment coming up on Overnight America KMOX.
0: Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring. The flooring experts. MichaelsFlooringOutlet.com. Welcome back to Overnight America.
2: I'm Ryan Recker on Facebook at Ryan Wrecker Radio. great way to reach me on there. If you can go like that page, that would be awesome. Let's go to Tom, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America.
6: Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay, I want to make sure everyone. Yeah, um, Yeah. if you're interested in McDonald's memorabilia, there is, uh, in St. Ann, even as we speak, at the corner of Cypress Road and St. Charles Rock Road, that McDonald's, that particular McDonald's, in showcases has all kinds of old Happy Meal stuff they gave out and different McDonald's memorabilia. It, the, whole, that, it, the whole restaurant is just full of them.
2: Really? Um, so yeah, they have yeah. it like uh, just the display cases where they have some of in those display things cases, that they mentioned? Yes, yes. Yeah, while you're eating, huh. you can look at it all. Like yeah. what are some so, examples of things you would see in there? Oh, just I mean old Happy Meal uh, giveaways from the 60s and yeah.
6: as long as they've had Happy Meal giveaways it's just amazing.
2: Oh, they have yeah, things the on Happy loan Meals from toys. different
6: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's it's crazy. I missed if out never on been the to that Glory. McDonald's, years. You should
6: you should check it out. What's that?
2: Yeah. I've ne- I missed out on the glory years where they had it on the water. I would love to have gone to the Riverboat McDonald's. I was there
6: three times, I think, you
2: yeah. yeah. The I will, Riverboat, McDonald's, All the yeah. time. Yeah, it would be awesome. All right, Tom, thank you very much for the call. Good to hear from you. Yeah, these the the the, the type of, like, plates and cups, that was always the first thing you would get if you were moving out of the house. Going to college, get the McDonald's cups ready because that's what you're taking. Right? That's it. You move it into an apartment, get in your first place, whatever it is. Mom and dad, they pack up the things they don't need, the silverware, the utensils. I got an extra couch. That's fine. Here, take this end table. We don't need this anymore. Oh, yeah, we don't use that chair. Go grab the McDonald's cups because that's what you're getting for your place, and that's what would happen any place you went to when you're first starting out. It was all about the McDonald's cups. Now, the McDonald's toys, I don't think those have value much anymore because a lot of people save them. When it comes to toy collecting, you find that sometimes people would think just because it's old that it might have value. But then you find out that a lot of other people also held on to these old McDonald's toys. So since they're not rare, they may have the nostalgia factor to them, but they're also not unique. So they you find they're like a dime a dozen, these old McDonald's toys that really don't sell for much. There must be something different about them for it to be worth it. You know McDonald's is a huge player in the toy manufacturing business, I mean, they, they are, I think them and Mattel are like one and two, it's amazing how many toys they make there at the Happy Meals, and they still do, so I got a couple of more minutes here, and I still don't understand what this J. Belvin thing is, and I don't care to look it up, but I was hoping someone can explain to me, because ultimately, I'm a little bit more uh, lazy, or maybe I just don't have enough care to figure it out, but thanks to uh, anyone that called in there for a little bit. You know what I saw, too? This is a story from Fox News. You, since you know I'm cheap, more Americans would consider living out of a van if it helped them pay off debt. Apparently, that was a survey that came out. Van life has become more appealing to Americans. 52% say they'd consider living full-time or part-time in an RV or camper. Outfitted with beds, shelves, storage units, a bathroom, and Wi-Fi. So I guess as long as you have Wi-Fi. I, I guess if you were to try to do the, if you were trying to figure out what can I give up, Wi-Fi is one of the last things you'd give up. As long as you had electricity, you had running water, and you had Wi-Fi, internet, that should be enough for you to keep going, right? You could sacrifice a lot of other things if you really had to. So the movie company, let's see, move.org is a moving company. Not move on, but a move, did this uh, survey. And Fox News said that about 72 of the respondents, as part of the survey, said money would be the motivating factor for them to do this. That they would trade out their life of comfort in order to pay off debt and maybe consider some of the changes in their life this way. I don't think I could. I've seen different videos online where people try to raise a family on a tiny home. A tiny home is basically you you get a flatbed trailer, think about uh, the size of that, and you build a house off of that. And that's all you're restricted to space-wise. So you build a wall, a floor. Some people have multi-levels in order to save some space. Everything's super tiny. You're cramped all the time. You can't get around anyone. You have to be very intentional in the things that you save and keep. But some people like the idea. It's appealing to them to spend twenty grand to build one of these things on their own and then live off the grid. They love the idea of a little tiny toilet that's a bucket that they put little pine needles on in order to make it not smell as bad and not have a septic or running water. Some people are fine with that, I guess. No, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not at all. That scares me. But some people want to do that. They say money, the ability to travel easier, um, be more independent, not have to be bogged down by bills and rent and house payments. Those are some of the big motivating factors why someone would consider something like this. They feel like they could have a brighter future post-pandemic and the independence are all things that they all, all want. I would want to know a few things here ahead of time. Number one, um, is there a place in St. Louis where you can build these things and sell it? Because I feel like the market for these small homes are becoming more and more, more and more like uh, coveted. Like people want these things. I think part of it is that they want to build it themselves. But at the same time, there's people that would say, you know, I'd take out a twenty thousand dollar loan if I meant that I can have a house, right? And I feel like you can make a ton of money off of these things. There's like a huge opportunity now. Do you remember that one? Story we did earlier this week, there's a community of tiny homes that they built, I think, up in North St. Louis, and it was for veterans, homeless veterans. They've given them a place to stay. They actually made a small community out of these things. How cool is that? I, You know, I think it's a nice idea, but for my own comfort, no, I'd rather have a nice home. <laughs> I'd rather nice have. I'd rather have a nice, large home, sustainable, do everything you can to stay out of debt. Best thing you can do for yourself is not to put yourself in debt over a bunch of possessions and, you know you got to get some of these other things down, I think. Responsibly speaking, I understand why some people want to do this because it's the more responsible thing to do. I just don't understand why it's a preference, why someone would go and choose this if they didn't have to.
3: You're a tightwad.
2: Of course I am. Yeah, I'm a tightwad, I know. Uh, how about we end on a nice note? Amy Coney Barrett will get confirmed into the Supreme Court. Uh, Mitt Romney even came out and said he'd vote yes on her. So there's some of these Republicans that they didn't know which way they would vote, one way or the other. They felt like it'd be a little, you know, they'd be afraid, oh, we don't want to look controversial voting for this before the election. Well, it looks like they have more than enough votes right now. There was a former clerk that was a student of Amy Coney Barrett who discussed what it was like to learn from her as a student. Now, I, one thing I need to note about this is it's very evident. You can see it in the video, but you might not be able to tell from this clip until she actually mentions it, but she does have a disability. She's blind, and she had this one device in front of her that looked like a like a power strip that she was... Apparently, it must be something with Braille because she was able to read, and she was awesome at reading it, but she was talking about the story where Amy Coney Barrett changed her life, and now she has become the first blind woman to clerk for the Supreme Court. But she talked about what that was like to be a student trying to get through when you have a disability. Listen to what Amy Coney Barrett, who hopefully will be confirmed into the Supreme Court shortly, did to change her life.
1: I had been Judge Barrett's student only for a few weeks, but her graciousness and warmth gave me hope that she could provide me with that assistance. Even so, I maintained relatively low expectations based on my past experience I assumed that Judge Barrett would simply direct me to the proper bureaucratic channels, which could still take weeks, if not longer, to navigate. But Judge Barrett did something altogether different. She silently listened with deep attention as I explained my situation, giving me the freedom to let down my guard and come apart. As a disabled person, I am accustomed to acting as if I have everything under control, when in reality, the world feels like it is spinning out from under me. But in front of Judge Barrett, I was able to let the mask slip and indeed to disappear completely. I poured out all my concerns, not just about technology and my worries about failing classes, but all the burdens I currently carried as a disabled woman navigating a brand new environment. When I finished, Judge Barrett leaned forward and looked at me intently. Laura, she said, with the same measured conviction that we have seen displayed throughout her entire nomination process. This is no longer your problem. It's my problem.
2: How awesome is that? All right, replay hour coming up next. Enjoy your weekend, and I'll talk to you on Sunday night. Have a great one.
1: Wishing I could see
8: your face again Change the dial on the radio Find